big on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Tired of paying too much for your internet? Contracts and hidden fees got you down? Tired of supporting the same big cable companies that lobby against a free and open internet? Get Monkey Brains! Monkey Brains is a local internet provider who doesn't sell your data, bind you down with contracts, or trick you with hidden monthly fees. We're honest, local, and 100% net neutral. Residential internet for only $35 a month, business packages starting at $75 a month, Go to monkeybrains.net and sign up today. Asiento. Asiento. Take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas, and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays. Taco Tuesdays. First Wednesday, live jazz. Live DJs Thursday. Parties. The food is darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. El Rio began her life in 1978 as a leather Brazilian gay bar. We are an LGBTQ plus space who is welcoming to all good people. We actively invest in communities to promote social change. We actively invest in our local arts and music scene to give space for artists. We actively pursue underserved communities in the use of our space. We are an awesome supporter of the fifth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival hosting an incredible offside show. Wednesday, March 4th, 9 to 11 p.m. with LGBTQ plus and allied comics. So come out to 3158 Mission Street at Cesar Chavez, San Francisco. It's open every day at 2 p.m. with an incredible back patio. El Rio is your dive. Yeah, good job, 
we're here with a very special podcast. We're just Kasim Bentley's here. He's gonna spit some knowledge to some uh, new comedians that have questions.
You're all here. Clap wildly for yourselves. Yay! Yay, it's an underwear show, uh, so that means I have to take my clothes off. That's something I'm perfectly uh, fine with doing. Every Once a month, I do an open mic at an all-nude strip club called The Crazy Horse. I don't know if anybody's familiar with The Crazy Horse on 6th Street. Yeah, I do, a, I do an open mic there, and I figure, like, what better to be a feminist? What better place to make a feminist statement uh, than at an all-nude strip club? Uh, I have so much pubic hair, it's like I'm wearing a hair skirt. Okay, you can't, I'm not ever worried about, like I could actually just take my clothes off. I like that I'm just dropping trowel like in the least sexy way, like the most pedestrian way. Is it sexy yet, is it? Like the other day I was sitting on the couch and I thought a spider crawled across my pussy, but it was just my pubic hair. <laughs> it's just, I got a lot of hair. I don't like shaving uh, not because I'm a feminist, but because I'm lazy. Yeah. And yeah, right? And razors are expensive. Like, I don't have that in my budget. That's ridiculous. Right? Like, and this will be, I need to use things again. That's, that's a crazy thing about razors, you know? Is like, when Gillette started in 1904, remember Gillette in 1904? I, I couldn't flash a hairy ankle uh, without being a disgusting slut, right? In 1904, couldn't show it at all, right? But now if I don't shave from my big toe to my twat like a four-year-old girl, I'm a disgusting slut that no one wants to sleep with. I'm gross! I'm gross. Gillette, the best a man can get. I'll never be good enough. It's fine. Uh, here we go. Look at that. Oh, yay! There I am! I am now officially in my underwear. Natalie Fauzi just left. She gave me this bra. I can't afford bras either. I, don't, I wouldn't wear them. I would be like, I just free boob it, but... If you, if you give me the clothes, I will wear them. Did you guys hear about the new Gillette razor? 18 blades for the closest shave, right? And the uh, 13th blade is easily removable so you can slit your throat in the shower because you'll never be good enough. <laughs> Gillette, the best of man can get. I'll never be good enough. Yeah, I, I, I don't... I don't wear, I don't dye my hair because you, you can't sell hair dye to people with self-esteem. So I'm just rocking it with the real gray. I'm like, you won't get that money out of me. I'm super excited that I'm going through menopause because I don't have to, you know, put any more cotton near my twat. My, my uh, underwear have never been happier. That's like the only good thing about menopause is, uh, no, seriously, you, you <laughs> less... <laughs> It's like way less laundry. It's so amazing. There's nothing coming out of that. Uh, this is, I'm saying this is a feminist act. Yeah, look at me standing in my bra. I'm so vulnerable. I'm like, objectify me. Yeah. See, I'm owning it like a, like a good feminist. What I like now is that um, feminism, they're like, they say, oh, don't objectify women. And I'm like, <laughs> no, it's feminism. Now we finally get to objectify men equally. Yay, equality now! The one thing I love about stand-up comedy is I get to watch, like, you know, cute 25-year-old guys, and I'm supposed to stare at them for five to seven minutes. <laughs> like, yeah! Like, you want me to stare at you. Yay! You know what I like about soccer? Finally, I get to watch hot 23-year-old men actually make their goals. They're like literally making goals. It's amazing. They like bought their mom's house instead of living with their mom. 
right? I wanted to start a, a new, like, a death metal, uh, punk, comedy band. And I thought I would, you know, I've written some songs, and I'll, I'll, I'll try one out for you. This one's called 23-Year-Old's Lament. I have the worst roommate. Knock, knock, knock on the door while I masturbate. Oh, mom, why do I live with my mom? I live with my mom. She is hella calm. She really still loves me, even though I'm 23. Thank you. That'll be drop. Thank you. That, my album will be dropping soon. Yeah, that's gonna be cute, cute young boys. I don't. I'm. I'm a feminist. You a feminist? Sure. Hell yeah. Might as well be any other feminist in the room. Yeah. There you go. Uh, knock knock. Feminism. Feminism. I can get my own fucking door. Thanks. <laughs> I think it's like the precept of feminism or the beginning of it. I don't know. I didn't read a, love, a lot of books. A lot of women in the 70s uh, burned bras and read books so that I can talk about my butthole on stage. <laughs> uh, my butthole looks like someone threw a hand grenade into a deli. It's meaty. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I'm... <laughs> I'm big, I'm big into equality. You guys seem like an equality crowd. Like equality, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think there's a really easy way to bring some more equality he right here, right now, and that's by changing PG-13 movies. Right, right now, if you cover up the nipple, you can see 180% side boob. Cool. And you can see butts but no holes. All right. Uh, but what I'd like to see is some side scrote for equality. Right, because you don't see the balls and you don't see the dick. You just see that beautiful. Yeah, you might not be with me yet. Let's let's imagine together a Martin Scorsese film. The, the sun is going down. There's an infinity pool. Nick Cage is, is coming out of the water. His long nutsack is deep, is deep by the stairs, you know. And and then his his dick is hard above the stairs, and he's coming out. And what we get to see is this beautiful stained glass side scrote for equality, <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Let's all see the future together. Be the change you wanna see. I wanna see some nutsacks, <laughs> right? Why do we say that side boob is pretty and nutsack side nut is not? Where is the equality, ladies and gentlemen? Or whatever things, they, they him, her, mermaids, whatever you wanna call yourself, I'm down with it all. You know, the thing that makes me really upset is guys here and you comedians, they'll talk about their dick. Oh, I got a small dick, I got a big dick, and we the, the dick sizes mean so much, and the thing is, and they're leaving us out. Did you know that the clitoris has the same amount of nerve endings as the entire penis? Motherfucking hashtag, all sizes matter. <laughs> I have a tiny dick, you have a tiny dick. Tiny dick, tiny dick, tiny dick. Everybody at the... Celebrate cute cocks, all sizes matter. Come on, it's the future. I love tiny dicks. I had a, I had a threesome once. Uh, I had a threesome, with, hey, I had, welcome back. I had a threesome with two women. 
And uh, that was my first. That was my first threesome. And it wasn't like it wasn't like a sexy thing. We all got together. We were like, look, it was my one of my best friends had just been broken up with, and she was just distraught. She was just, she was a mess. And our other best friend was there, and we were all there together, and we were consoling her, and she was crying, and we were like, anything, anything. What can we do for you? How can we help? And she was like, I could come. And we were like, we're on it. We're getting down. We're gonna do it. We're working. We're getting in there. And I'm working real hard and trying my best. It was my first time around that particular crash site. Didn't really know what I was doing, but I was working hard. And she kind of lifts my head up so sweetly and she says, do you have like a carrot, a cucumber, anything? And I'm like, it is so hard to please women. You know what I mean? <laughs> like now I understand how hard it is, guys. I was trying so hard. I had no idea what I was doing. Got to learn somewhere. All right, I'm going to pull my pants back up, and we're going to get this show started. It's the underwear show here at the 2020 Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. I wasn't, I wasn't even prepared for today. I'm so glad that my underwear matched, and they didn't have, like, poop stains on them. I mean, I guess you couldn't see. Well, jeez. What is like, What is that woman's life like? Uh, all right. Uh, hey, your first comedian. She's choosing to take it up on stage, too. All right. Hey, she's all the way from San Diego. Put your hands together for Maggie O'Neill. Give it up for Pam Benjamin, everybody. I know, I know, I know. You're like, she's not in underwear. But uh, you guys, it's 2020. I have a surrogate. Come on up here. Adam Haslip, 33, 32? 32, he is a Capricorn. No, Aquarius? He is a Gemini, look out ladies, he's a stealer. Yeah, so he's just gonna put, yep, right there. Thank you, Adam. This is what equality and feminism gets you, you get a surrogate male. Uh, in high school, I was like, I'll do the international baccalaureate, I'll like shave a year off college. Uh, I'm really, really smart. And where did you go to high school half of the time? The very same high school that this young woman went. Yeah, no, but there was like an alternative program that you did. And I was like, you nerd. Fuck you, Adam. You're working with the internet. And here we are. Yeah, I just, I went to the school. I learned how to make the internet. I went to San Francisco and I started making tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands. And here he is today, standing on stage for me in his undies. Um, can you tell us a little bit about uh, the underwear you're wearing? There are no poop stains. Let's make sure, ladies, do a little routine. Go, yep, bow, chicka, bow, wow. Yeah, let's get a little applause for Adam. It's so brave to be up here in his undies. Can you tell us a little bit about your how your night is going so far? Yeah. Um, That's great. Isn't it nice to hear? From your models. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. You can share. As long as I say it's okay. Did you say something? I, you, I told you to. Okay. It's great. Uh, yeah, I'm just happy to be here. Thanks for stepping in. Thanks, Adam. Like I said, ladies, he is a Gemini from Gresham, Oregon. San Diego originally from his mom's vagina. Um, uh, I actually did buy some underwear today. That's like something they don't tell you about the pink tax is uh, like I have been going commando for the last like two years. 
Um, Because, like, someone, no matter how closely I watch my laundry, like, someone does take it. Like, you just have to buy more underwear as a lady. Um, What were you doing earlier today when you said we were going to get drinks? What were you doing? Is that when you decided to start doing your laundry? Yeah, I decided today it was uh, take an Adderall in the morning, have a beer in the afternoon, and mushrooms in the evening with my friend Maggie. Old San Francisco's still here, everybody. You think it's all condos and hot coffee, but then your best friend gives you a bunch of mushrooms. Thanks, everybody. That's been. Can we give it up for Pam? It is not easy putting a whole festival together, a week-long festival. Give it up for Pam. Thank you, Pam. Give it up for Adam, too. I don't even know where your mic stand went. Yeah, I don't either. Look, and you had some you had some hot tits on your leg there, man. Did you see his art? Did you see his work? Look at the well, it's you already put your pants back on. It's fine. But oh yeah. She's got a shaved bush. Look at that. I wonder, you know, it's the same thing with weed these days. Like you go in and they've got all that manicured trimmed bud, you know? And I feel like it's the same thing as is the pubes. It's like, why you gotta finger fuck my bro my bud, bro? Like you, I want all those trichomes and bicombs. Why they gotta have, they cut off the, all the good leaves. You could do whatever you want with that, but no, they're like, cut it off, get rid of it. <laughs> I, I recently, I hadn't shaved my armpits in forever, uh, but because I'm going through menopause, I get so many hot flashes that I smelled like a 14 year old boy. Like I was like corn chips all over the place. It was really gross. I'm like, oh shit, I need to, oh, there is a hygienic reason for shaving here. I didn't, I didn't believe it until menopause. Uh, hey, you're, oh my God. Oh shit, there's a reason why I did this show. And it's because we get to stare at the next comedian for, I hope that I pay attention to the timer because I'm going to be paying attention to little cute nipples. Uh, hey everybody, put your hands together for Nick Dundas. Oh, this is great. I don't know about you guys, but uh, this just feels right. I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> my girlfriend, I didn't get it. She always told me I had twink energy, and now it just makes sense. Like, I feel like I understand where she's coming from now. Uh, I feel like you guys before me were talking about, like, poop stains in the underwear, and I was clapping a lot because I tend to have a problem with that. Like, I've nude modeled before, and I've let shit stains on the stool. So that's just a little bit about me. I appreciate the moment of silence. <laughs> I'm just testing the audience. You guys are normal. I clearly am not. It's a thing. Um... So I have a girlfriend, which is nice. She lets me touch her. That's really cool. Um, she likes to insult me in front of groups of friends so that we don't have to hang out with them anymore. She's that antisocial. She doesn't get a benefit out of it other than that. I think it's a really roundabout way to do it. She'll just whisper things to her friends while I'm there just to get them away. She'll be like, you know, Nick's kind of racist. Yeah. It's like, I'm not racist. I just don't like Thai food, all right? I was at a uh, mixed music mic before this, and I was at a bakery. So if you're a comic and you're following just a heartfelt guitar strum, that's difficult in itself. But when there's cheesecake on the counter, that's even harder. Most people want the baked goods. They don't want to listen to me talk about this. This is nutso. I'm just as uncomfortable as you. Trust me. I'm, I'm feeling it. If I just stare at one person at a time, they really feel it. Like, I appreciate it. This is nice. I just start doing some lunges. This is good. I had to write this stuff on my hand. Um, 
So I, uh, I flew in from Seattle, which is nice. I uh, really love San Francisco, though. San Francisco is a very cool city. It's cold out. I know what you're laughing about. I understand. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I feel good. Um, I, uh, I love San Francisco. It's a really fun city. It's a fun. How's it going? Just ruining the set. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't mind. Um, San Francisco is cool. Strangers like to talk to you here. They don't do that in Seattle. I feel like I've just learned a lot about just people around me. Like I was waiting at the bus stop and some guy's like, my uncle's in jail. I didn't need to know that. What am I supposed to do with this? Just tell groups of people later, I guess. Okay, you're in the set now. That's just how that works. Um, I feel like people in San Francisco don't respect us Seattleites. There's something about us not being as cool as you, like we're too mild-mannered or something like that. I don't know if it has to do with the fact that our homeless people don't shit on the street all the time. Like our poop to sidewalk ratio just isn't as cool as you guys. But now we got the uh, coronavirus. We have our own plague. So now I'm getting a little bit more respect. People like, you know, some emphasis on the Seattle name. So we're not. Okay. Well, I guess we'll take that out the act. So they're like, eh, I don't know about that, Nick. <laughs> uh, I like how people are kind of this mixed feelings about the coronavirus. I feel like some people are freaking out. Businesses aren't, though. They don't want to lose kind of people coming in. The CEO of Alaska Airlines like emailed everyone who's got a card or likes to fly them. Like, I flew here. And he was just like, you know, I'm not going to cancel the trip with my eight kids to Hawaii later. You guys should fly, too. And it's like, why you got to brag about that, dude? You already own an airline. Like, you don't have to tell me that you're also going on vacation. That's just mean, okay? <laughs> Um, clap here if your parents are from another country. There's got to be someone here who's got parents from another country, yeah? All right, do you mind me asking? Where are your parents from? Mexico. Yikes. Okay, I have uh, parents from France, so I'm going to talk about that. Is that cool? <laughs> nice. I appreciate that. Um, my parents are from France, which is fine, I guess. It's not that special. The house smells like croissants or whatever. Um, they, uh, they like to be naked a lot, though, which is why I feel comfortable now. Um, it was kind of weird at first. I knew it was a little fucked up when my dad was trying to tuck me in with his dick out. I was like, all right. <laughs> dad, if this keeps up, we're going to be on CNN tonight, okay? <laughs> that I want a good night kiss. <laughs> I'm not a monster. Get over here, Dad. <laughs> I like to test audiences with that, too. I feel like you guys are normal. This is nice. <laughs> What's fucked up is he's not even French. I just wanted to tell that joke. <laughs> he had his dick out. It was for other reasons. It's just We won't talk about it. Thank you. Thank you very much. These are my friends, everybody. Give it up for Liam and his wonderful girlfriend. Thank you so much. Uh, we're just going to get into it. So I just found a roommate. I'm really excited. It's really tough in an expensive city to find cheap housing. I'm sure San Francisco can relate. Uh, I found this guy. His name is Doug. He uh, is a 65-year-old widow. He has six cats. They're all named Doug. It's kind of weird. He likes to be shirtless. He likes to pet his cats. He talks in third person. Last night, he was like, Doug's been humping Doug all night. He called me Doug yesterday. <laughs> Guys, this isn't a joke. I need a new roommate. I'm willing to move out here if that's what it takes. So, <laughs> uh, It's getting to me. <laughs> uh, blah, blah, blah. All right. I was having a conversation with my friends the other day about Black Lives Matter. And by the end of the conversation, they were like, Nick, we don't think you're woke. I feel like you can't empathize with our plight as black men and understand what we go through every day. And I was like, don't understand. I'm having sex with a half-Japanese girl, so, like, I get it. <laughs> and uh, I know what you're thinking. You're like, uh, okay, well, you're not an ally because you're having sex with someone who's half-Japanese. It's kind of like saying, I'm Native American because I bought fireworks at one time. It's like saying, I'm gay just because I had sex with a dude. It's like, all right, 
It's 2020. Come on, Nick. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. And that is my time. I really appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much. Yay! Yay! Nick Dundas! Oh, look at his cute tushy. I'm so glad I'm doing this show. <laughs> I'm 45, so I'm like, oh, you know, wow. Sorry, I'm like a little, I'm like a 14, this is what menopause does you, it turns you into a 14 year old schoolgirl. it's like, I'm kicking me around like, look at their boys, <laughs> I, have a, I have a crush on every boy, oh my god, this next, <laughs> I didn't, I am such a horrible person, I'm like, which comics might I want to see with their shirts off? <laughs> Put your hands together, everybody, uh, for Lucas Larson, yay! Like, I'll take bookings any way I can get them. <laughs> so, um, let's all agree that salad is bullshit. It only comes first for dinner, so that whatever comes after it tastes delicious by comparison. And I've been trying to adopt this strategy in other aspects of my life where I start with something really bad, so the thing that follows it seems better. That's why I'm starting with a salad joke tonight. <laughs> that, that's a bad salad joke. <laughs> I better toss it. So bad, so bad, okay. <laughs> so um, the only thing I like about my own voice is that I never have to actually tell people that I like Star Wars. <laughs> and like, it's great, but my favorite movie of all time is Up, because nothing is more fun than five minutes of intense crying, followed by 85 minutes of a talking dog. <laughs> And like, I like Up so much, I've been thinking about Up 2, and it's going to be a little more intense. It's going to be five minutes of a talking dog, <laughs> followed by 85 minutes of intense crying. <laughs> going to be called Down. <laughs> <laughs> so I was uh, on date recently. Whatever, I was excited <laughs> and um, sit down, five minutes in date, she asks when my birthday is, it's March, so I'm a Pisces, and she goes, I'm a Taurus, which is an Earth type, and my cat's an Aries, which is a Fire type, and you're a Pisces, which is a Water type. How's this ever going to work? <laughs> and I'm just like, hey, that sounds like a pretty strong Pokemon team to me. <laughs> That's where that date ended. <laughs> she did not want to catch them all. <laughs> and like, my favorite part about the end of that joke is the people that laugh, I know where my fellow Pokemon masters are. 
And the people that didn't laugh, it's okay, because I know you got laid in high school. <laughs> <laughs> but um, then at another, uh, another date, I was traveling, and I was in Barcelona, so already out of my league. And I was like, hey, do you want to meet me in Portugal in three days? He said yes. And um, I'm freaking out because first date, and the bro side of me is like, bro, she's flying to Portugal, get a room with one queen size bed. But the other side of me, the side that's been talking to you this whole time, <laughs> it's like, dude, don't be presumptuous, get a room with two twin size beds. I'm freaking out, and then I find it, find a solution, and I find a room with one queen size bed and two twin size beds. <laughs> but then I found out that the queen size bed was just two twin size beds pushed together. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, now I'm just the weirdo that got the room with four beds. <laughs> okay though we're dating <laughs> <laughs> and she uh she came to visit san francisco first time in america took her to golden gate bridge sweet took her to alcatraz awesome but the place where the reaction was just like wow oh my god take out my camera to start recording was uh when i took her to costco Because unless you see it, it's hard to believe that they sell popcorn that you have to pass down generation to generation. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, like, I'm obviously not a bro, but some people don't realize that until they hear my voice. So, uh, in, in college, I was on campus wearing Birkenstocks a Scarface bro tank, and a flat-brimmed hat because sometimes the hardest thing to do is to find yourself. <laughs> and this guy came up to me and was like, hey, bro, did you know that God created Adam? Then he created Eve, so men are greater than women. And like, I didn't know, but then I started to think about it, and personally, I've never created a second version of something unless I fucked up the first. Okay, you guys were so with me until that joke. <laughs> this one's less serious. <laughs> also in college, I volunteered at a science camp for small children. And at the end of camp, all the children had to fill out a survey about their time at camp. And the survey ended with a real fun question. It was, where will your camp counselor, that's me, be in 10 years? And my favorite response was 57, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everyone. I'm Lucas Larson. Give for great host, Pam. <laughs> Lucas Larson. I'm sure if you asked a bunch of kids where I'll be in 10 years, they'd be like, jail? <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> Smoke a lot of weed. Well, no, weed's legal now, so I'll never be in jail again. Yay. <laughs> Again. Uh, hey, your next comedian. I'm really excited to see her. Put your hands together. It's Tori Ward. Yay! 
I didn't know if I was next, and then I was like, well, I'll get dressed back there in privacy, but the windows, oh, you can see. You guys could have seen. Um, isn't it strange? I feel like it's odd that it feels uh, so much racier to take off your clothes than to just show up naked. Like, doesn't it seem, like, doesn't this seem way more sexual that I'm, oh, my God. Okay, so I have a lot of jokes about my tits. I guess we'll do that since they're out. Uh, so, hold on. Okay. Here we go. So, God, I just had this weird fear that what if this wasn't actually an underwear show and I had just imagined it the whole time? <laughs> and this was just a regular show. <laughs> and then I just did this. <laughs> oh, my God. I was raised by my dad. He was kind of a ladies' man. He's my dad's been married like five times, uh, and uh, he's dead now. But before, thanks. Uh, he, <laughs> what the? Oh, okay. I thought you were just like <laughs> he owed you money or something. <laughs> Swims with the fishes now. All right. So I. <laughs> My dad's been married like, uh, but you know something weird about dead dads is it makes your life different. It makes, it makes dating differently. Not for like daddy is just for like, I don't like after going through something like that, you've changed. Like, I don't want to say it makes you harden, but like, okay. So I went on this date. I haven't had sex in like a year where none of this is planned. So thanks. Thank you for that too. Is that, is that, is that a YouTube thing as well? Like the dead dad thing? Oh man. You and I should get drunk together. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, yeah, I went on this date, and I, this guy, he, I went, so I haven't had sex in the year, so I had this plan. I'm going to go on this date, and I'm with this person. He was in from out of town. Uh, he was a comic, which was, uh, it doesn't matter. I always say I met him online. I didn't. Uh, and I... <laughs> He's coming from out, but he's leaving. So I'm gonna have sex with him. We're gonna go. And he did the negging thing. Do you guys know about where you like put a girl down? Like it's supposed to be like a you do it to like a 20 year old, and she's like, "Oh, you don't think I'm pretty? What if your dick's in my mouth? What do you think I'm pretty?" That and I, that it doesn't work if once you've been through something. Like he tried doing it to me. And you're supposed to do it to 20 year olds. I'm like, I'm 31. Like what do you like? I watched my dad die. Like you think I'm gonna? <laughs> you think I'm gonna suck your dick because you hurt my feelings? Like are you? <laughs> <laughs> I know the look of fear that comes at the end. I don't. <laughs> <I can't. laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, my dad's been married a lot. I uh, <laughs> five wives. I and so and then a lot of wives. My dad, uh, a lot of wives, a lot of uh, live-in girlfriends too. Uh, all really skinny, pretty big. To cunts, all of them. Uh, anyway, so my <laughs> horrible women that I grew up with. But I mentioned one of, I was in the car with him. This is before he died. Uh, it'd be weird if it wasn't. And I was in the car with him. And uh, I mentioned one of his girlfriends to him. I was like, hey, Dad, do you remember uh, Tammy? And he was like, no, not really. She was kind of a fling. And I was like, well, I called her mom. And then he said, well, yeah, honey, you called a lot of women mom back then. <laughs> As if I was the promiscuous one. 
<laughs> so if I was just bringing home waitresses, trying to find someone to teach me how to use conditioner, <laughs> I just I washed my hair with bar. So I washed my hair till I was with Irish Spring till I was like twelve. Uh, whatever. Women are horrified. Men are like, "What the fuck else are you doing?" <laughs> Fucking soap, isn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyways. Oh, that was a lot. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I feel so exposed. I smoked crack recently. Let's just do it. Okay, so, <laughs> so I have an anxiety disorder, and I was having anxiety, and I tried. You do things to distract yourself when you're having uh, panic issues, and I, dr- I sorted all of my socks. Um, I have, like, these succulents. I trimmed my succulents. Uh, I organized my whole, none of it worked. Crack, very effective. I smoked crack with it. It was with a stranger behind a dumpster, and um, I live at the end of this. I uh, it's <laughs> 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 fine. The guy's name was Magic K, the uh, crack gentleman, and um, I, I asked him about his name. I was like, "Why do you go by Magic K?" And he said, "Cause I'm special." Which begs the question: Why wouldn't you go by Special K? <laughs> and he goes. Because special case ketamine, and I don't smoke ketamine. I smoke crack. And so we had standards, and I felt very comfortable with him <laughs> back there. I kind of started to get the impression that he wanted me to be his uh, dumpster wife um, and uh, <laughs> not ready to settle down. And uh, so I had to go. I <laughs> don't believe in marriage as an institution. I got to get out of here. And I <laughs> uh, he drops his crack on the ground. What's left of it? Drops it on the ground. And he starts picking up these pieces of gravel off the ground and he's he's trying to, to smoke the gravel. He can't find the crack and he's trying to smoke the gravel. So it became one of those deals where like the student becomes the teacher because <laughs> I had to explain to him, listen, Mr. Magic, I'm pretty sure that crack and rocks are like squares and rectangles where even though all crack are rocks, That doesn't mean that all rocks. I'm just kidding. He looked down. I got the fuck out of there. That's just <laughs> you give him a puzzle and then you go. How much time? More time do I have? It's just okay. S- three minutes. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> I went to rehab. Let's do it. Not unrelated uh, to the crack thing. I went to rehab. I went to let's let's just, okay. Here we go. I went to rehab for uh. It wasn't for drugs. Don't pull back. It was for suicide. Listen, it's fine. It's not a big deal. I went, uh, my dad died. I got a little sad. And my brother thought I was going to kill myself or something because I said I was or whatever. So he sends me to this facility. <laughs> and, uh, don't, oh, God, everybody gets so quiet if you mention it. Everybody gets so worried if you mention suicide. They're like, oh, my God, do you think she did it? No. <laughs> I uh <laughs> went to this rehab facility and while I was there they fixed me it's fine they enrolled me in a hip-hop self-esteem dance (laughs) (laughs) that's where your tax dollars are going a (laughs) hip-hop and rehab's a place for people who get second chances so we were all white and I were (laughs) (laughs) this is the move they oh my gosh this is embarrassing this is the move they taught me it's uh (laughs) 
I'm not good at this. I dance like I have sex normally. I just stay completely still and try to look as pretty as possible. So uh, I'm not <laughs> great at This is the move we did on the hip-hop self-esteem. Okay, here we go. We all have value. That was what we learned. <laughs> we also went to an open mic. They uh, <laughs> loaded rehab into the bus, <laughs> drove two blocks to a dive bar, <laughs> unloaded everybody so that they could watch me do comedy. They were trying to support healthy. Yeah, it was very sweet. They were very supportive hecklers. Uh, they were great. They were really nice. So before I go on stage, <laughs> I tried to pretend like I wasn't with them. And then they were like, we're from rehab with her. <laughs> God damn it. Before I go on stage, uh, this guy is up before me. And he, he starts his set. Uh, guy not from rehab, just regular open mic person. He starts his set. He goes, does anybody here know what it's like to wake up with a hangover? And then one of the rehab gals <laughs> shouted back from the audience, do you know what it's like to overdose on heroin, you coward? <laughs> <laughs> and then, sh then she looked at me and went, I don't either, but they don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. Thank you. <laughs> Yay, do reward. Yay! Yay! That was an amazing set. Yay. Yay! We're having fun. We have one more comedian for you. Uh he is going to run the Boston Marathon soon. Yay! He's also very funny. Put your hands together for Kevin M. Quigley! Yay! Thanks, folks. I wore my best socks for this. I'm excited to serenade you. Um, this is the body running will get you. It's very underwhelming. This is an awesome pandemic exercise that we're just doing here. Let's just not contain our fair gnomes. This isn't sexual at all. There was a lot of drug talk. There was a lot of drug talk. I like drugs. I like drugs. I like weed. Uh, sometimes weed gets me a little bit paranoid, though. Uh, I remember one time I smoked weed and I watched the Edward Snowden movie, uh, which is not a good combination because it's like the drug that is likely to make you think the government is watching you and the e-true Hollywood story of how the government is watching you. <laughs> My roommate came home. He's like, why is Alexa in the sink? I said, that bitch was talking. I know. <laughs> Jokes, obviously. I would never throw away my Alexa. What am I going to get up off the couch to change the lights? No, this is... Uh, Jeff Bezos, you can hear me having sex. Just kidding. I'm not having sex, Jeff Bezos. He knows that. He's listening right now. Guys, why am I riffing? I have a friend who likes psychedelic drugs a lot. And, like, I, I, I have fun, but I'm not into it as he... Like, he's, like... He goes to these music festivals, and he has sex with, like, six people over the course of a weekend, all fucking loaded on acid. I'm like, how do you do this? He goes, the barriers are gone, man. When you do acid, you break all concepts of time and space. I'm like, okay, you're free from time and space. You're still going to want to wait six weeks and get checked for STDs, my man. Uh, you did not protect. No, that didn't hit at all. <laughs> this guy, he was like, he, was like, uh, he said, acid 
teaches me what's real. It teaches me what's bullshit. Acid is the most sobering drug there is. And I said, when you put it like that, I guess you can have your keys back. <laughs> you make a strong case, my man. No. I was uh, I was in Vegas recently, and I, I did something on my New Year's resolution. I tried glass blowing, guys. Anyone know glass? You guys know glass blowing? Yeah. Yeah, it's just my cute little name for uh, snorting crystal meth. Um, in my defense, I was on vacation. No, I didn't care for meth. And I know your your crack guy had a weird name. The meth guy that I met, his name was Ricky Rado. Uh, he was sweet as anything. He gave me an inspirational speech before he left. But what ha like you have to like become like a bad Stephen King character as soon as you start doing hard drugs. I don't understand this name thing. But the one thing I did like about meth is this game you get to play. You watch the shadows under the door. Are those cops or real people? <laughs> I wasn't good at the game. I, I sucked at it. I was wrong 100% of the time. Uh, I love it. Alcohol, though, that's a little bit too much for me. I got to cut down on my alcohol, my friends. It's bad. And uh, I was raised Catholic. Uh, quitting alcohol is a lot like quitting Catholicism. It's just, this just makes me feel bad about myself. I'm not quite sure where all this money is going. <laughs> and I don't want to get molested. Yeah, I'm from uh, Boston, Boston, Massachusetts. I, I do like it here in San Francisco. It's great. Little different, little different, right? Uh, I saw a guy do heroin for the first time. Uh, yes, he was, I fucked that joke up. I'm going to just move on. I like San Francisco. It's a little bit different than Boston. People ask me what's my favorite part about Boston. That's like... Boston is a town with a lot of education, so even very uh, stupid people are somehow smart. Like a crazy homeless guy on the train will tell you how a 52% wealth tax would really turn this whole thing around. It's quite a phenomenon, but I got this neighbor, and he is like smart person. Fuck. He is a dumb person who always says smart person's word, and it's just fucking adorable. Like I hear him pre-gaming with his friends. He says, here's what we're going to do, bro. We're each going to shoot half a candy bar. We're going to go to my bathroom. We're going to do some coke of my mirror. We're going to pound these Bud Lights. I'm going to call us an Uber to the club. We're each going to grind on some bitches, and everyone's getting some fucking pussy tonight. How's that sound for an itinerary? <laughs> I know. I thought this guy was a scumbag, but someone's been using TripAdvisor, huh? <laughs> the other day he was being loud. I knocked on his door. I was like, hey, bro, can you keep it down? He said, you know me. I keep it real, man. I'll try to watch my decibel level. This guy's entire wardrobe is licensed sports merchandise, and he's just throwing around physics words like it's nothing. See him carrying PA speakers, new set of PA speakers, which is great. I didn't need to sleep this year. And I say to him, hey, man, you got some new speakers? He says, you know me, I keep it real. I hate to be obsequious. It's like, you'd hate to be annoyingly attentive to detail. That didn't apply here at all. <laughs> Flew too close to the sun, my friend, much like Icarus. He said, fuck that. We ain't playing no incubus in this bitch. My other favorite part of Boston, public transportation. I know you guys got that here. No, no one likes it. You don't like it. Yeah, you don't want to talk to a stranger. It does. It does. But, you know, statistically speaking, it is still the number one place to uh, cough and cut your toenails. So we got that going for us. We're not perfect, though. We're not perfect. I don't know if you guys know. There's been sightings of neo-Nazis. I'm talking white supremacists. They've been spotted just publicly riding the train. And I think the other day I met one. This joke's for you. Just This one's for you. I got on the train at Haymarket, even though I have plenty of hay at home. Uh, I know. It was just... This guy sits down next to me. First two words out of his mouth. The Jews! 
I know. I didn't even need to hear the end of that sentence because I've never heard anybody say that. That's not what he said. But he flipped the script on me completely. He ended up complimenting the Jews instead. Couldn't believe it. You won't either. You won't. He said, he said, the Jews control the weather. <laughs> I know. I was like, really? Good for them. I guess they are God's chosen people. How much time? Do, am I done? One minute. Okay. Yeah, no. He was confused. I said, man, it looks like God was trying to delegate weather duty. Could have chosen anyone. Could have chosen you, but he knew you'd fuck it up. So he chose the Jews. They've been doing a pretty good job so far. And this guy really says, they are an inferior race. I said, they have dominion over the atmosphere. You are screaming on public transit. I think the Jews win this round, sir. <laughs> Maybe if you talk less shit, Tornado Alley wouldn't go through the Bible Belt. But they always say that, right? They're like, oh, that's an anti-Semitic conspiracy theory. Jews control the weather. Well, if they could control the weather, then wouldn't people invite them to all of their outdoor events? Like your 4th of July barbecue, your football tailgate, your Easter egg hunt, anytime a storm cloud's approaching. Eli, you want to handle this one? I am. What about all the surfers who are in some neighborhood and they're depressed because it's been three months and there's been no swell? All of a sudden, a guy comes riding in with a yarmulke on a tidal wave. They spend the summer getting to know each other. They teach him how to smoke weed out of an apple. He teaches them how to open an IRA. It's a symbiotic relationship, guys. It's actually the plot of a comedy film I've been writing. It's called Kvetch Some Waves. Uh, it'll be in theaters. Uh, never, obviously, because the Jews control the media. All right, folks, that's been my time. Let's get it back. Yay. Kevin M. Quigley, everyone. Let him hear it. Yay. I'll do one more inappropriate joke before I'll let you escape our lair of semi-nudity. Uh, I have a I have a fetish about uncircumcised guys, you know. Uh, I want to pull up their dick, pull their foreskin up over their dick, put whiskey in their foreskin, because I want whiskey dick for real. Can can I finally get what I want? You know, it's twofold. Uh, one, <laughs> one I, I'm an alcoholic and I like new and sexy ways to drink whiskey. You know, and uh, two boys are gross and you have to clean out all that schmegma. <laughs> so. Uh, thank you all for being here and supporting Mutiny Radio and seeing the underwear show. This was super exciting. Uh, we have one more day, the seventh day of Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It starts tomorrow at 10 a.m. It goes all the way until 11 o'clock. We've got shows all day. We've got workshops and things, and you can come on by and hang out and come back and listen to us live on mutinyradio.fm or get our app. And thanks so much for being here. Good night. Yay! Sexy motherfucker, so fine. I'll drink up bath one. I'm on me. Five foot eight, pack an ass. His ties are great. I want to spit my gear. I said to myself, hmm, just cuz. Cuz I'm usually quite the calm one. You never find me a problem, boy. I'm just having fun. But I had to change my state of mind, but it's behind. I bet if you throw that ass in the air, it'll turn into sun. Sexy motherfucker, shaking that ass. Shaking that ass, shaking that ass. Sexy motherfucker, shaking that ass. Shaking that ass, shaking that ass. Sexy motherfucker, shaking that ass. Shaking that ass, shaking that ass. Sexy motherfucker.
your boy Sifo here here to let you know that the fifth annual mutiny radio comedy festival is march 1st through 7th 2020 with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m to 10 p.m all week get your tickets now on eventbrite just search mutiny radio and get ready for 76 comics from all over the u.s coming for 66 programs in seven days all here at 2781 21st street in the heart of the mission or if you can't be with us, listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at www.mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st to 7th for these amazing events. What kind of a future? Law Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear, too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Davis, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Prominent Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 95834. San Francisco Mutiny Radio San Francisco Mutiny Radio Listen to live streaming radio Or download a podcast And you can listen on the go Listen to live streaming radio Or download a podcast And you can San Francisco Mutiny Radio San Francisco Mutiny Radio Mutiny Radio.fm Why not make a donation? Mutiny. 
MutinyRadio.fm District of the Mission MutinyRadio.fm MutinyRadio.fm Listen to live streaming radio Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go MutinyRadio.fm. Hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! Smoking big spliffs and cruising the Saturday in Indy 2. I'm the freeway. Good feeling. I'm the freeway. Good feeling. I'm the freeway. Good feeling. I'm the freeway. I'm some accusations, Henry. I, I find pretty hard to believe. Uh, the dude minds, man. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael Spiegelman. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. We watch the best movies that uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen. By uh, here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael Spiegelman. What's happening? This is your boy, Rob Edwards. I'm here to tell you about the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's March 1st through the 7th, 2020, with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week long. Get your tickets on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comments from all over the U.S. Coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission, or listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st through the 7th for these amazing events. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Well, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit 
thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counteroffer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counteroffer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counteroffer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counteroffer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counteroffer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counteroffer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Venice. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counteroffer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice. LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> Subliminal SF Visual and Auditory Mind Control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Tired of paying too much for your internet? Contracts and hidden fees got you down? Tired of supporting the same big cable companies that lobby against a free and open internet? Get Monkey Brains! Monkey Brains is a local internet provider who doesn't sell your data, bind you down with contracts, or trick you with hidden monthly fees. We're honest, local, and 100% net neutral. Residential internet for only $35 a month, business packages starting at $75 a month, Go to monkeybrains.net and sign up today. 
take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas, and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls, trivia on Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, First Wednesday, live jazz, live DJs Thursday, parties. The food is darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket, March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. El Rio began her life in 1978 as a leather Brazilian gay bar. We are an LGBTQ plus space who is welcoming to all good people. We actively invest in communities to promote social change. We actively invest in our local arts and music scene to give space for artists. We actively pursue underserved communities in the use of our space. We are an awesome supporter of the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, hosting an incredible offside show. Wednesday, March 4th, 9 to 11 p.m. with LGBTQ plus and allied comics. So come out to 3158 Mission Street at Cesar Chavez, San Francisco. It's open every day at 2 p.m. with an incredible back patio. El Rio is your dive. Hey, uh, this is going to be a different little edition of the Art of Beast today. Uh, our hearts go out to uh, Gerlia Cunha. She had uh, to go to the hospital today, uh, so that's why she's not here today to host. Uh, but we're going to get started in a little bit and stuff. Uh, at the same time, we're still going to be doing our things, but our wishes go out to her for getting better, so we can do something next week. Uh, but until then, we're going to be hanging out here at Mutiny Radio, and we're going to be doing it right. We'll be getting a little open mic going, and then a little Q&A with some of these guys, too.
back it up, back it up. Take that bullshit, turn into good shit. If it ain't funky, back it up, back it up, back it up. Back it up for you. You just can't see it because of this whole radio thing. But we hear you.
Send two red stripe beer. I make wine look so easy. Then the bar that me believe me. My boyfriend never leave me. Every night my eyes please. Yeah, you make wine look so easy. Then I let the bar that you believe me. Come a night when the other squeeze me. Just Sunday, y'all. It's a Sunday. Make some noise right now. You're in the studio right now. Make some noise right now. You're in the studio. Thank you so much, y'all, for coming out today. You could have been anywhere else, uh, maybe possibly crying in your pillow, but you said, no, I'm going to come out tonight. I'm going to tell some jokes. Try and make some people laugh. Try and change this world from within. Uh, where that within begins, we don't know. But what we do know is that our first comedian tonight, uh, this guy, is, I believe it's his first time being here. I don't know if, if it's his first time ever for Mutiny Radio and stuff, uh, but if anything, uh, Please uh, give a big round of applause for the one and only Cody Abe. What's up? How's everybody doing? Uh, first time at this specific mic. Uh, yeah, just never really uh, wanted to come out into the mission on a Sunday. <laughs> But, you know, nothing better to do today, so <laughs> this is where I am. <laughs> okay, let's put this down. All right. <clears throat> All right, so, um, so uh, got a new job recently. Uh, it's nice, but it's in the city, and I currently live uh, in the East Bay, so that means I have to take, um, take BART every day. And uh, if there's one thing that I've learned that I hate about Bart more than anything else is that I can't wear the same pair of pants more than like three times. Because <laughs> for some reason they chose the most scent porous fabric material to use for their upholstery. I don't know why. Well, no, it's completely unacceptable, first of all. Second of all, completely expected, right? Because... Uh, they're not uncomfortable, right? <laughs> like, like they're pretty, they're pretty comfortable. But it's the fact that you're sitting in 
the like your your pants are basically absorbing hundreds if not thousands of previous butts that have sit, sat there you know some with ibs some with actual you know sh like anal leakage like you don't even know <laughs> like fuck i'm not even recording and we're gonna make your, uh -huh. and we're gonna make your cummy fantasy come true so just give us like i would say two minutes if that <laughs> all right <I'll> <laughs> It's the joke workshop. Black Black Classic Radio. I don't want a pickle. Just want to ride on my motorcycle. I don't want a tickle. Cause I'd rather ride on my motorcycle.
தானறிந்து நான் தன்மயமாகிடவே சந்தகிரி குருநாதா தந்திடுவீர் ஞானமுமே தர்த்தகிரி குருநாதா வந்திடுவீர் வந்திடுவீர் அவதூத சத்குருவா ஜாண்டவனே From nowhere to a care around the campfire light. I love the woman in motion with hair as dark as night. Her eyes were like that of a cat in the dark that hypnotized me with love. She was a gypsy woman. She was a gypsy woman She danced around and round To a guitar melody Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at Mutant Rights Get around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate Oh, Lord, I she enchanted me
Ed Sullivan now. Even agents can do Ed Sullivan. I'm sure that somewhere in the world is a goddamn bear. <laughs> Just from being on the show, you know. Watching Ed from the wings, you know, you pick it up. Now, I know that a lot of guys do Ed Sullivan on kind of an amateur basis, and I'm here to help. It's, you know, kind of replaced the lampshade for men at parties. And the <laughs> when you do your Ed Sullivan impression, when you do your Ed Sullivan, don't worry about the voice or the manner of the voice. Just the acts you introduce. The stranger, the freakier the acts are, the better your Ed Sullivan will be. I'll now start my Ed Sullivan. I do the John Biner Ed Sullivan, by the way. Many of the comics prefer the Will Jordan. But the John Biner Ed Sullivan is cued for my ear by saying the phrase, well, now you know. But I know. But I know right here in Orchard. But I know. I'll get it. But I know. But I know right here in Orchard. <laughs> uh, just after Connie Francis, her tribute to Carmen Basilio. <laughs> Immediately following, or just following, the waltzing mice, the Maori fire eaters, and just before, or is that just before or just after? During the aerial photographs of Kate Smith, the entire female population Guadalajara will run out on our stage and yell out their brassiere sizes. <laughs> now in our audience tonight, now you know sitting out there in our audience, where are you now? There you are. <laughs> the Loch Ness Monster. That's all that's really here. That's really here. He swam all the way from Chicago. There you are. The world's largest nun. Don't stand up, sister. But now you know, now you know next week on our show. The Bronze Age. Excerpt from the Protestant Reformation. What would be the ultimate Ed Sullivan act? It would have to be, it would have to be everything that has occurred since eternity. Or maybe how about Ed just staring back at you for an hour? How are you? I'd like to see them one time, well, it's over now. No one got a chance to thank Ed either. You dig that? The last one that they taped, they didn't know it was going to be the last one because they were due to go into reruns the next week, and then it was canceled after it was in reruns. So at the actual last show after 23 years, nobody really, you know, knew the vibes they were into. What a shame. I would like to have been there just to say, thanks, Ed. No kidding, man. Thanks for all the crazy acts and everything in all those years. Wow. Thanks for the Beatles, Ed. Ed made sure we got them, man. And Elvis, yeah. Little maudlin gang, but thanks, Ed. Da -da -da. Underground night, that's the night before comedy. All the Indians get together in this little ballroom. Really? They get their little stuff, you understand? Like that, and they go, 
like that in a foot that go <laughs> you know in the arm, you understand? And this make them feel good and they get there and they pitch a bitch. <laughs> I don't mean a ball, I see a bitch. All night, all through the night, don't care. See when mine is out, they come, you fall out there. Me no wrong. Me 
Black Classic Mutiny Radio FM. All these records are from public library here in San Francisco or a thrift store. So enjoy and go out and make your own show.